Aries, this is your week ahead astrology forecast. For the week, I'm going to start, I know guys, I've done you wrong for the past couple of weeks. I'll start for the week of April 6th through April 12th. This is definitely going to cover all the major planetary transits and aspects that are happening this week as they relate to your natal suns. So this is absolutely for Aries sun sign, FYI. We're going to start really broad with those things that are impacting everybody and then we're going to get more more focused with those things that are impacting or how they are specifically impacting Aries and then we're going to break down Aries into the three decans of Aries. A decan is a group of 10 degrees and uh, your natal sun is in one of the three. If you your natal sun um, is located between zero and nine degrees Aries you are in decan one or Aries one. If your natal sun is located between 10 and 19 degrees Aries, you are in Decan 2. And if your natal sun is located between uh, 20 and 29 degrees Aries, you are in Decan 3 or Aries 3. This helps us narrow down the actual impact of the aspects on your sun because 20, 25 degrees apart, you could be from beginning of Aries to end of Aries. And that creates a much different aspect, a much different relationship with the other energy. And it just, we need to be specific about it. So feel free to comment below and let me know what decan you are. If you know the traditional ruler of your decan, and I know that Aries is ruled by Mars, but each decan actually has its own ruler as well. So if you want to talk to me and tell me in the comments what your sub-ruler is, let me know. But we're going to start most broad. And there are a couple things that actually happened this week. Though we start this week on April 6th, that's the, that's the day of the, the full moon in, in Libra. So today is the full moon in Libra, depending on where you are on the globe. For some people, it was late at night on the 5th. For some people, it was extremely early around midnight or early morning on the 6th. But between the 5th and the 6th, um, we had a full moon in Libra. Now, that drastically impacts Aries because full moons in Libra mean that the sun is very active in Aries because a full moon happens because the moon is in direct opposition to the sun. The sun is in Aries right now, and it is conjunct those of you who are in Decan 2, which we will talk a little bit about the effects of that. But this is a special full moon because the sun is conjunct to Jupiter and Chiron both while the full moon is happening, while the moon is in direct opposition in Libra. So this impacts everybody. It's basically asking, individuality versus your partnership have you been true to yourself or have or have you given yourself away for partnership or has the part is the partnership based on falsehood inventing the self so that you can fit into a partnership instead of being true to who you are and getting into a healthy partnership where you both know each other you know each other's truth and you're compatible and those lack of compatibilities and those lack of balances will kind of explode and cause a lot of problems around this time especially for you guys all of Aries especially because and Libras because you guys are so intimately involved and connected Libra twos are conjunct the moon you guys Aries two, you are conjunct the Sun but it's really gonna ask everybody these questions and some relationships may definitely come to an end or at least be able to release the toxicity and finally be truthful with each other and honest with each other about what's going on so 
if there has been even if you're single if there's been pent up tension with maybe maybe you're single and you don't really want to be right it, it could ask well why how how is it imbalanced that you can't seem to find if you can't seem to find a way to work things out or be in a healthy relationship what are those issues those will surface they'll be brought to your attention and it could be very liberating for you it doesn't have to be horrible or painful though it will be emotional and revolutionary another big deal is that the moon is in a loose the moon not the sun not the sun but the moon itself because of when it's at its fullest or at least the day after is in a loose square to Pluto or will will square to Pluto before it leaves Libra and honestly that's huge because a full moon is about change it's about release it is about getting rid of toxicity and um, coming to the truth and releasing a tremendous amount of energy the fact that it's square to Pluto makes that excessive it makes that extreme and it makes it permanent so whatever changes happen now inside of you or to you in relationships they're done they're permanent they are not changing back anything in relationship to Pluto is permanent there is no iffiness or anything no Pluto decimates and ends and finishes to leave room for something brand new but not like a new version of what you have no a different a different version entirely of who you could be so it's like your next level self near next level relationship any of the things that you're learning from this situation in your relationships are going to help build stronger healthier happy relationships in the happier relationships in the future but you have to go through this pain and ending in order to get to them so that loose square to Pluto makes it even more intense and permanent whatever comes out or even begins now it just sort of like really makes it permanent or long-lasting let's put it that way you know it's like the butterfly doesn't change back into the caterpillar it never will again once the caterpillar is gone it's gone forever and so whatever is let loose around this full moon is is permanent it's there and it's not going to change back so just an fyi um we have another we had another big transit in the beginning of this week april 3rd mercury transited into taurus which actually slows it down a lot it you know mercury and taurus acts a lot differently than mercury and aries which is pop offish instantaneous quick rapid um but taurus is like communications slow down they're more traditional they're more respectful they're more practical they need actual tangible measurable results to be discussed like this is this is the time when things are sort of moving around blocks instead of sh moving firebolts right you're moving around blocks and it takes a lot more time because everything has to be tangible and measurable when it comes to communications and intellect think of it as moving around those blocks so it's going to slow down communications anyway and then we have a mercury retrograde starting at the end of this month on the 21st and by the end of this week you will definitely be feeling the shadow effects of that retrograde as mercury starts to slow down so that'll slow it down even more so in terms of communications in terms of applications anything you're writing anything you're getting permission for any kind of speech 
it's slower it's more practical it's focused on the tangible and the resources in front of you it's not about creating something new or thinking something new it's about it's about maintaining and um um it's about maintaining what what you have so that's where mindset goes when mercury is in taurus especially toward finances and money so anything with regards to that it's just going to go slower and very traditional it's not going to cut corners until mercury conjuncts uranus when mercury conjuncts uranus in a week or so that's when you'll get some surprises and outside of the box thinking but for right now when mercury's just entered taurus that's not how it's going to feel and after mercury leaves uranus that's not how it's going to feel especially because we're going to be pretty much in a retrograde by that point so um understand that mercury's already slowed down already slowed down even without the retrograde now venus also does a transit this week april 11th venus will transit um from Aries into I'm sorry from Taurus into Gemini she's also very different so that find anything to do with value systems it's like we want to understand our options we don't want to commit to anything we want to learn it's a learning period especially when we with relationships Venus is very different in Gemini she's not about sensuality with one person she's about being friends or being friendly with many different people with basically just dating around and having fun and having conversations and learning learning about people she's not about committing and opening herself up sensually it's more intellectual it's more on a friend level and it's definitely um, a sense of don't rush into commitment when Venus is in Gemini it's it's a completely different ball field than when she's at home in Taurus so those are two big changes and big shifts that are happening this week and on top of that we have the full moon which is going to release energy and make sure the energy is almost pushed out when it comes to clearing out any toxicity when it comes to dissonance that has formed between our individuality and the partnerships we've gotten ourselves into and how that stuff clashes explodes and transforms us so is it a big week yeah it's a big week i'm just gonna let you know now let's double down into aries you always gotta look for i have my little book here yes i do i have my little book here i always write it down i always write my little book i do guys uh, please remember to subscribe i hope that you love these videos and if you are subscribed you will also be able to join our astrology live chats that i have on mondays and sometimes fridays over here so i hope you guys can join me um, you got to always check out where Mars is, Aries. Mars is your ruling dignitary. What, whatever de decan you're in, Mars is going to impact you. So Mars is currently in Cancer, where getting things done is like sidewinding. It goes from one end of the room to the other. It doesn't cross, cross straight through. So Mars actually slows down a little bit too. Getting processes done is a lot more... Um, it's a lot more tedious because it's asking for a lot more details and it's asking to involve a lot more people so um so um mars in general even though it's in cancer which isn't its most comfortable place it is actually in comfortable aspects it's it's a beautiful trine to saturn and it's a trine to the south node so there's a sense of contentment 
with what it is capable of, what its capabilities are, what it's learned and what it's good at, and how to practically apply them. So it's actually in a good position right now to know yourself and be certain of yourself and help to actually infuse you with that kind of confidence that doesn't come from cockiness, it just comes from you know, experience with yourself and come, come being comfortable with who you are and how you're seen by others. Um, because when Mars is trine to the south node, it means it's sextile to the north node. So sextile to the north node means you are comfortable being uncomfortable because you want to start moving things forward because you know that what you have and what you're capable of, you'll be okay with as you move forward in your life. So expect that there will be some life changes that are happening to you, you know, and whatever you've been working on and whatever you've been setting your mind to, this is actually a good time to put those, put who you are to action in new situations. Um, so let's get into the deckhands, shall we? Let's double down. Aries, in Aries, in, in the home zodiac sign of Aries, you have three major things happening. You have the sun, you have Chiron and Jupiter. Um, Jupiter and Chiron have been there for a while and the sun has been there, this is like April 6th now, so for a couple of weeks at this point. And we've got two more weeks with the sun in Aries. Um, the sun is right now going to move between 16 and 22 degrees Aries, which means it will be impacting Decan 2 and Decan 3 this week because it's transiting between the Decans. Um, and then Chiron is going to still stay with Decan 2, lucky you. Um, and then Jupiter is going to be at the very start between 20 and 22 degrees it moves this week in Decan 3. So for those of you who were born at the very beginning of the third Decan, how does that translate into um, dates? Probably around April 11th, 12th, 13th. You guys are probably going to really feel this transit, um, going to feel Jupiter the most. We'll talk about it when we get there. But overall, this means there's still a lot of energy in Aries. And it's all about expanding and growing who you are and what you're capable of based on how you've suffered and how what you've learned through all the challenging things that you've been going through over the past couple of years or throughout your whole life and who has that made you and what um what has it changed about you let it change things about you and allow yourself to grow because there's actually a lot of opportunities to grow and expand to change yourself and maybe change your change your environment change your family change your world because of the knowledge and, and wisdom you've gained by all the things that you've gone through by all the suffering you know this is a time to improve upon yourself and improve upon different situations that you get yourself into because because you've learned your lessons the hard way that's Chiron so Aries one your natal suns are sextile to Pluto and will be for quite some time and that's just it and this means there's changes permanent changes but changes that are opportunity and that will change who you are especially um, it will change who you are permanently um, but you like it these are opportunities where it's like you want the changes you're ready for them and this is going to happen for quite some time this is a long-term transit it's not just going to impact you this week it's going to impact you long term so these changes may start now but they'll keep going and the changes won't make themselves really permanent for another year or so. Um, you also, your natal sun, a sextile to Pluto can also give you a sense of 
authority in a sense, a sense of gravity and gravitas that you have not had before, um, which is actually going to be beneficial for you. Um, a sextile to Venus by the end of the week. So by the very end of the week, um, your Aries one, you will be sextile to Venus as well because Venus is moving into Gemini. So I would, she moves into Gemini on the 11th. By the 10th, maybe for some of you the 9th, you'll start feeling these effects good stuff with relationships opportunities with being valued with being attractive with looking good this is a good time to change your hair or do any kind of cosmetic things that you want to your home it's a great time because you'll be right on it and you'll have good fortune in it and and it's definitely a good time for that stuff you're looking good hopefully you're feeling good this is a great time for financial opportunities just value being valued and people seeing you as valuable so think of it that way um, and then you guys your natal suns are square to Mars um, this could cause some tension and impulsivity this could also uh, just mean that you want to like jump at things um, good or bad better or worse but it could be challenging the challenge of Mars square the Sun is you got to control it you can't let it control you so it's great to have the extra energy and the extra stamina um, the fact that Mars is in Cancer may be making it a little bit easier for you guys because it's not as energetic. It doesn't have as much stamina in Cancer. But that could also cause the tension, this sense of, okay, where's my oomph, right? Where's my, where's my go get it? So if your energy is impacted, Aries, it's because Mars is squared to your natal suns. This is just something that you actually, if you acknowledge it and don't try to fight it, but try to learn from it and understand how to grow, the, the square will actually release a lot of positive energy for you. We have uh, Aries 2s now. Going into Aries 2, you guys are going to feel the full moon the most. Um, aside from Libra 2s, it's going to be you two or Cancer and, and Capricorn who are square to all this. But I think it's most intense for you guys. The sun is conjunct your natal sun during the full moon. And the full moon itself is in opposition to your natal suns. Um, you'll experience major release in any kind of conflict that is the self versus the relationship or the partnership. So that's really what the theme of this full moon is. Considering you're also, your natal suns are also conjunct to Chiron and conjunct to Jupiter um, through Saturday through Saturday um, <clears throat> but definitely Jupiter is really kind of starting starting to get into the third decan of Aries so it's really only those of you who are born at the very end of the second decan so say maybe the 9th or 10th of April that are really going to be impacted by Jupiter but since all this is happening around the full moon this is a big full moon for you guys this is a sense of when it's really going to make sense of how you've changed or how you have to change in order to grow beyond what you've been because you're causing yourself too much pain or because too much pain has been caused and now it's like now I know now I realize it and now I can do better once I release all the toxins and emotions involved in all this um, after the full moon your natal Sun will still be conjunct the current Sun and will still be conjunct Chiron all week long this is all about how am I growing and how do I see myself now after I've learned my lessons and become wiser 
from the challenges. It's really when all the challenges start to make sense to you and you start to be able to use them in a functional way that will improve your life. Essentially, that's kind of what's happening to you guys now. Aries threes. So those of you um, basically born definitely at the cusp of Aries Taurus, um, but even a little bit before, maybe from the 13th of April to the 21st of April, definitely Aries threes. Um, your natal suns are conjunct to Jupiter. So that's actually a real, okay. Jupiter conjunct the sun. I have this in my natal chart, so I know it can give you a real big head. It can give you confidence that you actually haven't earned or a sense of yourself that you haven't earned. So watch out for that. It's good because there's a lot of confidence, but make sure you're having confidence that equals your competence. Anything new, you'll actually think you're better at than you are. So just, just challenge yourself to double down on, I'm, I got this confidence, this is great. The confidence should help inspire you to learn and grow, not to think you already know. Just an FYI, in, in controlling a Jupiter-Sun conjunction, FYI. Um, you're also at the very end. Those of you at the very end, so Aries-Taurus cusp. If your birthday is, is Aries, but you're born on the Aries-Taurus cusp, it's you guys whose natal sun is square to Pluto. And square to Pluto is a challenging energy. It is legitimately a sense of of finality finality and maybe even taking things to the extreme too much a sense of it's over it's done when you could compromise and you won't it, it won't be as easy for you to see compromise with your natal sun square to pluto it'll just go to extremes of like well this is what it's got to be we got to end it or we got to start it now and the truth is ask for advice because you may not have to just an fyi I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope it makes sense to you how you're gonna be impacted. Leave the comments below. Let me know how you're experiencing all this stuff. And definitely join me over on Born Without Boundaries Tarot for your Aries Week Ahead Tarot card reading. I love you guys so much. Please subscribe to the channel and I'll talk to you next week. Bye Aries.